Hello, and thank you so much for joining me again today on the Edo Woman Podcast, and I am your host, Sarah Oseki, your favorite Edo Woman and social media. First, we want to thank you for listening to our show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to each and every new episode we drop on Sundays. Thank you for sharing with friends and family. Thank you for sending in your contributions. We can't thank you enough. Today we have a guest in the house. She has chosen to stay anonymous. Her story is uh, uh, it's a lot. So I don't want to waste any more of your time. I just want us to go straight to meet our guest. What do you have to tell us? We can't wait to hear. Okay. Um, I'd like to talk about um, how I got into school. Okay. I was the first of six children. So, oh. of course, the the weight of the uh, responsibilities mm. was so much. I had to do, I had to be the best. Yeah. And uh, I was failing at it. I wrote jam the first year, the second year, mm. and uh, my dad started throwing words that got me thinking so deeply. I felt I was failing my younger ones. I felt I was a huge disappointment. Mm-hmm. I actually attempted uh, killing myself. Like oh my I God. think there are two episodes. I drank this uh, detergent back then, elephant detergent, a cup full with water. Oh, huh? you don't happened. need it. Yes. And then I took an overdose of drugs. I was oh my God. for three days because I just felt I wasn't, I just wasn't uh, good enough, so to speak, oh. based on the fact that my dad said uh, academically accepted. He said I made uh, two attempts to take my life because I felt I wasn't, um, I wasn't meeting up to expectations. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think one of the things that drove me to that was that my dad kept telling me that my younger ones to catch up to me and probably overtake me since no. I was so, so slow at, uh, you know, making it academically. So um, he finally got me a a diploma form, I filled um, at the University of Benin. Mm -hmm. So he wanted me to study law, and it was quite an interesting uh, uh, course to study. So I did, but in the meantime, I was also writing jam. So Mm. in total, I I wrote jam for like six times. I didn't, um, it didn't work out. Mm. So thank God on the side, I was doing my diploma program. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, it went well, took three years. Well, it was supposed to be a three-year program. Yeah, and I yeah. finally finished, got my certificate. Yeah. And uh, I applied for direct entry, to direct entry to uh, Ambassador University. So I got the, I wanted law, but it didn't work out. So they offered me history and international studies, and mm. that's what I did. But at that time, I, my dad had passed away, so it was just me. I couldn't say I. my mom was with me because she was, uh, she was, uh, you know, she sort of sunk into herself after my dad's death. So mm. I found myself being on the side of, you know, trying to make her feel uh, good about life, talk to her, you know, trying to nurse her back to herself and stuff like that. So I really didn't have anyone around me that, you know, played the parents, per se. 
Yeah. But I just told myself I was determined at getting something mm. for myself. You know, she would send the fees and uh, I'll just make sure that I, the admission was working as, yeah. as, as planned. So, yes, I did uh, the degree course. I was starting to graduate to something else. You know, uh, they asked for certification letters. And I, I didn't have mm. the means to get it. It was a struggle. I saw myself praying and having faith and trusting God. In yeah. the meantime, all these struggles, I couldn't even tell anyone. Mm. I just found myself praying more, you know, having friends around me that pray and have, you know, mm. that demonstrated a strong level of faith. Mm -hmm. you know, so I finished 2007, 2008, my results wasn't ready. 2009, my results wasn't ready. Mm. And then, of course, seeing my mates who graduated together, you know, they had gotten uh, their yes, NYC column yeah, letters, said they were working, mm. and it looked like I was really slowing down. Mm. Uh, yes, I was trusting God, praying, and all that, but sometimes my faith would just, Go down. you know, drop. And mm. I was like, God, I hope you have not forgotten me. Mm. Uh, why is it taking so long just to get a mm -hmm. result? Why is it hard? You know, and uh, 2010, that was three years counting, mm. you know. And then just when I was about to give up, you know, I was just talking to a pastor of mine. I said, um, I see myself encouraging orderly uh, friends of mine, you know, trying to be happy for them. Yeah. But, you know, I wasn't happy myself. I'm, mm. And I'm keeping that part away from every other person. Yes, yes. I was just telling him, I said, I'm human. And I, I feel like breaking down. Mm -hmm. And then at that point, you know, the call came. Someone who I asked to check my name for the NYC, um, uh, to see my name was on the list to, on the list to go for youth service, called me and said she saw my name. I was going to Jigawa for youth service. <laughs> you know, I was like... Every other person is expecting Port Harcourt and stuff. Yeah. I said, I don't even care if it's it on top God. of the world. <laughs> I just want to go yeah, for yeah. it. I just want to go, you know. So I, I ended up uh, going to serve. When I got there, you know, I I just saw people who believed in me, people mm. who were expecting the best. But also I saw people who were looking forward to it pull me down oh, again, yeah, yeah. you know, and it felt like I was failing mm. because I was also giving some responsibilities to head uh, 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 Christian coppers in okay. my local government, you know, but I saw more people telling me, uh, you can't, you can't be leader, a leader over us, yeah. you know, you don't have what it takes, mm -hmm. you don't need someone like you, and I see I some that. female counterparts mm. being jealous and things like that. And on the other side, the males were were looking for something more than just friendship. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> I felt like I was really feeling at it. Yeah. In fact, I had to cry out to um, uh, 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 the, the person who was my predecessor. Yeah. You know, I was like, I can't do this. I just can't do this. I don't. I can't lead this kind of people. They are like mm. they're, they're like wolves. They want to eat me up. Yeah, I, I, can't, I don't even have... But luckily, I just had a, a friend or two that were like angels. Honestly, yeah. they were angels because, you know, they were always there to encourage me in prayers. Mm. Sometimes you just do um, something like a vigil, 
twice a week. Mm. And, you know, we were just to strengthen ourselves. That was where I drew strength from. You know, preaching and talking to people who were just, they were just, they didn't want to hear what I had to say. Yeah. You know, but I thank God that after everything, some of them, even now, you know, could look, uh, could, can call me and say, oh, we're oh, really yeah. a pillar of strength. Yeah. You were, we could look up to you and we were like, she's courageous. In spite of all this, in spite of all the, you know, the backbiting, yeah, the backstabbing. Some of them made secret calls to my people at home to tell them all sorts of things. Mm. And I was shocked how they, my family my family were getting all that information. Mm. But then it dawned on me that I, I had people around that just hated me for nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, but some of them then later called me like, ah, I salute your courage. You were so, uh, you know, strong and firm in spite of all oh, that, that you know, that we're going through, you know, so... Oh, I I want to ask. Um, you you said you're the first child of six children. Yes. Uh, and that's uh, how many girls or how many boys? Three girls and three boys. Oh. So, do you, as at that time, do you have any sibling you're close to that you can easily easily talk to, let them know what yeah, you're going through? Yeah, I had my younger sister, my middle younger sister. Mm. You know, she she's this guy. She's more outspoken than I am, actually. Yeah. You know, and she had this look like if you'd see the two of two of us, you probably think um, you think we, who, she was older. Yeah. You know, she had that look, so I could easily rely on her, talk to her about things. I could cry if I wanted to, and she would really tell me, "Oh, you don't need to cry. It's going to be fine." You know, she would really boost up my morale and stuff like that. So, yes, yes. So, you also talked about um, the pressure from your dad and all that. Was it that bad? It was. was really bad. I, I had a dad that he wanted to be, uh, he, wa- he wanted to be proud of me, mm. you know, in front of his friends, like you know my daughter is this and that. You know, in fact, by the time I got the diploma admission, uh, I was doing the law, uh, the course, uh, law, I was studying law. You know, he was telling his friends that I'm studying law and all that. And I was like, wow, I mm. really have an expectation to meet, you know. So everything, I think at a point it felt like I was doing this for him, yeah. not even for myself. Yes. So, you know, by time, at time, uh, during those times when it looked like I wasn't doing well, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't, he, he didn't have good words for me. Mm. And at those times, I just wished Break he would down. just, you know, slap me or beat me rather than tell Saying me those, those things. Because yeah. it was hard to shake them off. Mm. Really I think he wanted to be so proud of you in front of his friends. He wanted you to do well, but he wasn't actually doing it the right way. Yes, yes. And also, maybe society pressure, having a, a girl child as a first child, and uh, he will want to show to the society, to his friends, that uh, even though my first child is a girl, she can do yes. what a Especially man can do and all that. Culture, yes. Yes, 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 that's true. Hmm. That's true. So, when they saw your, were they aware that you tried to take your life twice? No. Funny enough, I didn't get to tell them all that until oh much later, much later in life. In fact, I thought I told my mom she was shocked. 
Now, the episode where I overdosed and I was bleeding, oh, no. I didn't tell them what the cause was. They just felt something was wrong, definitely, but they couldn't oh, no. put their hands on it. And I couldn't tell, too. Mm. So I couldn't. In fact, I remember an episode where my dad didn't want me to go for an inter-house sports mm. um, competition. And, um, you know, he wouldn't want to see me on TV singing because I was in the music um, club in my yeah. school back, in the, back then, secondary school. It was like, yes, I will see you doing all that. But when it comes to your books, you're not doing, doing well. well. If mm. I ever see you on TV again, I'm going to beat you and all that. So uh, I just found myself being so scared. And then one day, he told me I, I would not go for it. Inter-house sports um, uh, the comp- uh, competition. Yeah. And the truth is that I was really skinny back then. Mm. You know, but I could, I found myself trying to prove to others that, you know, being skinny doesn't mean I can't, can't do, do anything. It. I can't lift yes. weight and stuff like that. So I, I think I qualified for my house back then for short sports. I know that thing is really, really heavy, you know. So that short put uh, uh, qualification, I needed to, you know, represent my house on that day. And my dad said no. But I just found myself, I just sort of sneaked out and went for it. When I came back, ah, my dad beat me severely. Oh, no. He beat me so much that I passed out. (laughs) You don't mean Because it was so bad, I couldn't take... I was beating, he was beating and I was trying to run mm-hmm. away for, mm. you know, cover myself, you know, that. you know, trying to be safe. I know, or, I know. You know, so, and then my mom joined in for fear of, oh, so you are, you are taking her side and stuff like that, so it was oh. really bad. Yeah, yeah. I passed out. I, I, I wanted to ask, where is your mom in all of this? Ah, mom, she, um, she, she just... She loves my dad, yes. So most times, that love comes to play, e- even in her decisions. Mm. You know, she, won't, she may not support uh, what he does, yeah. but she can't do it in front of him. Mm. She would rather do it when he's not there. Mm. Yes. Do you think this is just love, or maybe she was scared? Um, maybe a combination of both. A combination of both. Yeah. Based on you know uh, these evil families, you know uh, me being the first, and then I had a sister coming in second, yeah. and then another sister third. That's how we followed. So she had so much to protect. Yeah, uh, and she 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 was good. She didn't want to lose it all because the threat kept coming from the family. Like mm. if you don't give us a male My child. child. Uh, your your stand to go back, back to where you're coming from. Mm, you understand? Mm. So maybe she built the relationship and uh, marriage based on that. that like, yeah. okay, I have my my reservations about what you do, but I I'll have to play along. Yes, you know? yes. Oh, so I, I I like I said before, maybe that was one of the reasons why. The pressure was so much on you because your father wanted you to do well. That's even yes. so that he could say that yes, yeah, I may not have a male child right now, but my girl child is doing well. Yes, uh, it's yeah. so bad that the society makes us think that way. It's, it's really bad. Yeah. So was the pressure on you alone because you were three girls first before three boys? 
<laughs> it looked like a miracle because three girls came and then three boys. Yeah, three boys. Yeah. Later. It was, it was yes. like God laughing at uh, yeah. those who were, you know, expecting the worst. So, what the, the pressure was it only on you or your sisters were facing it too at, as at that time? Uh, well, my sisters couldn't take as much as I did, mm. honestly. You know, so they really leaned on me for strength. So you can see where I'm coming from with regards yeah, to the, the first child and all. They, they, in fact, some of them, both of them, would tell me sometimes, "Ah, sister, that we can't take half of what you you take in. We can't." You know, when it comes to academics, it's it's another story again. Like when I tell the right jam the first and second time, like, I didn't do well. I'm like, "Hello, mm. take a cue from me." I wrote six times and I didn't even. You know, I didn't scale still, but I found my way out, mm. you know. So I found myself, if I actually found myself encouraging teenagers in my church. I remember yeah. a particular lady, girl, she was moody. I actually used to teach the, the teen class at the time. You know, so I just found out that she's usually very mm. participative. And then that day, I just found out looking door, and then she told me, uh, admission didn't go through, and yeah. I, I found myself sharing my story again. Mm-hmm. I said I failed, but I found a way out. Yeah. So if you're failing, don't think that it's the end. Mm-hmm. There will always be a way out. I encourage that so much. But as I speak with you, she's in school now. Mm. You know, and she called me. And she was like, she's really happy that I spoke with her. That she really appreciates um, the you know that, encouragement. Yeah. You yeah. know, she didn't get the jam, but she got uh, uh, a diploma way. course, okay, and okay. she's doing well too. So, you know, I'm just happy. I'm, when I look back at those stories, I'm just glad it it built me, made me a better person. Mm. You know, I know th- there's a side of you wanting to win, but when you fail, you learn from your failures. You mm. know. It makes you better. It makes okay. you stronger. All right. So you mentioned two universities. You mentioned the uh, Unibay University of Benin and the uh, yes. Abrusali University. So which yes. one did you end up going to? Yes, I did my diploma in law, University of Benin. Then okay. I did my degree in uh, Abrusali University of for for history and international studies. Okay. Wow. Wow. That and, and look at where it landed you. You have a, a diploma in law and then you have a degree in uh, history, and history and international studies. studies. If you had just if you had passed your jump, then you you would have probably ended up maybe with just one degree. Yes. That's yes. True. So how did you cope all through this? And your mom? How is your mom right now? She's fine. She's good. And the other siblings. Yeah, they're all good, very well. So, when your dad passed away, how was it like for you? Um, I, I had my own way of taking it in. First of all, I appreciated the fatherly figure, despite the fact that he, you know, he didn't really believe in me like I expected or would have wanted him to. Mm. But when he passed away, I then felt the pressure all over again. Yeah. Like, Ada, everything is now on your oh, shoulders. Your family, you know, my, my, my mom, she doesn't have a brother. 
you know, like mm. they are all girls, mm. you know. So my dad's family has more of men mm. than women. So, you know, this Igbo tradition of, oh, them wanting to take over properties and, and stuff like that. that. You know, I, it was playing right in before my eyes. And, uh, of course, I had to stand up for something. Then I was just a 100-level, 200-level student. You know, and um, my mom was crying profusely, mm-hmm. uncontrollably. I and no one to really come to her aid except yeah. her sisters of course but who are females mm. you know females are nobodies when it comes to this evil culture thing so it was a bit overwhelming mm. really overwhelming i didn't have the time to cry it was that bad oh. i didn't have the time to cry when i, I met my you know i think the only way i got over it was uh, as soon as he was buried i fell ill for like a week, I was in the hospital. Mm. You know, so my mom found it strange because when she told me about my dad passing on, you know, everybody was expecting me to, to fall down, you know, be dramatic and cry. I didn't yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah, like, what is wrong with this girl? But like, you yeah, have to be strong for them. Yes, you know that kind of feeling. Yes. You know, when they were starting to go to the mortuary, and at my age, I had to go to the mortuary look at my dad's dead body and, you know, everything that needed to be done, I just mm. kept walking around with my mom. You know, when she was crying, I was there to tell her, it's going to yeah. be fine, pray with her, encourage her, you know. Um, I never believed I had such strength. Yes. I really didn't believe it. And I would then when like I... to come in right here, if you don't okay. mind. Uh, no I think uh, with what you've just narrated so far, because if uh, I've been trying to... Uh, picture your story from the beginning because okay. some way somehow it felt as if your mom has been silent all this while i think uh and you said something that she doesn't have a brother she comes she she she's from a family of girls and your yeah. dad is from a family of boys are you getting it and now her first three children before the boys started coming were girls so i think that may have made your mom to feel like uh, Especially in a society and in a culture where women are not heard, women are not, what should I say, they don't value women, they feel that, ah, what are they for, they're just for the kitchen and all that. So, I feel that that is one of the reasons why she was really not in the picture, her voice wasn't really that heard, so she was like, what will I do? Probably she would just be saying, I'm just praying for God to give me a main child so that I can at least have a voice. Yeah, exactly. getting it so that I can at least say, okay, I'm not standing firm because I, 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 I think I've heard this word several times, even to date. Like, some people are like, ah, I, I don't have a male child yet, so I'm not fully settled in my husband's. So I'm like, exactly. why, why do we make this statement? <laughs> so I felt your mom was going through, she was going through those things silently. Yeah, uh, she couldn't really speak up. So when your dad would do those things, because your dad was trying to say, ah, yeah, you coming from a family of girls. Now you are giving me girls, even though he didn't really say it in his words and all that. Now you're giving me girls, and he also trying to paint a picture to his friends and all that. That my yeah. girl child can do what your male child is doing yeah. and all that. So, was there any relief when the boys started coming in? Oh, the word relief does not even 
capture the the feeling and the moment. Mm-hmm. Did you know my while my mom was living there was my dad had the bought things like you know buying baby things. Yeah. When my brother came, the fourth child yeah. when he came, it was a party. Don't like, believe. He bought one goat, invited <laughs> friends, he bought baby things, expensive. Ah, I, I, I'm not surprised. Time, we had a baby cot in that house <laughs> when my brother came, you know. Mm. And to, the, uh, to the, the shock of my daddy's brothers, they wanted to be sure it was a meal oh. because they had already planned that this was going to be the end of the marriage between my dad and my mom. Mm. So it was it was a party, it was a carnival. I don't even know how to describe it. For the first time, <laughs> I saw a lot of baby things yeah. I had not seen with my sister, uh, with the best of my other sisters. Mm-hmm. So uh, the word relief is not, does not even fit in. It was, <laughs> it was more than a relief. And when the second one came? Ah, the party <laughs> continued. <laughs> the party continued, though. We're looking for more elaborate ways to tell the whole world that yeah, you now have, have I know when the third one came, he's already dancing. Um, and <laughs> in fact, he actually, according to my mom, he was like, please, we already have to, can we make add one more so that it will be even? <laughs> and God just honored his request and the last one was the boy. Oh, wow. <laughs> And uh, at, at least that should be able to bring down the pressure from your shoulder. Ah, uh, it did. <laughs> In fact, now we, my mom, any, for any, anything, whatever happens, she keeps telling us these boys are the reason why I'm still married. Please protect them, take care of them. Please, you guys should, you know, make sure they mm-hmm. are all. In fact, emotionally and everything. In fact, she's always advising us, and it's always. She has a way of reminding us that, hello, these three boys, if they're not for mm. the fact that God gave them to me, I don't know what I'm saying right now. Boy, so, but it's quite sad that we live in a society whereby you things like yeah. this, they happened. I know I'm that was me. in the past, but to date, we still, have, we still have things like this playing out. We still do. Yeah. Do you know that when I got married and I had my first child and the second Boys. You know, my my uncle from my my father's side called and asked how many children do I have? I told him. So he said I told him I had two boys. He was like, Wow, that now I have a chair in my husband's house and well seated. I don't know if that's a proverb or a no. joke, but the way he said it, he uh. was like now I am actually mm. accepted. Yeah. You know, it was like, in fact, it was like, good job, well done. I was like, look at this man. Am I the one who formed the boys in my room? What kind of statement is this? Mm. So, I, I don't know. I think the people from uh, the days of our fathers are still passing on this thing to mm. even our generation. And mm. it's, and shock it's you. so sad. That too people sad. With, uh, within our age bracket are still pushing this yes. thing down. In spite of the education mm-hmm. and all that, they are still carrying on this nonsense. Cultural, and all, believe, and all that. 
Wow. It's quite sad though. And look at yeah. what it had to make you go through that you had to attempt taking your life twice. Yeah. And do you know that there are people you're going to tell this story to and they're, they're going to be like, I don't see anything there and all that. Sometimes the pressure is too much for someone to handle. Whether male or female, nobody should be treated like that. Nobody should be treated like that. But I think yours was because there was no male, so your father was trying to make you the male child by all means. Yes, yes, mm. yes. He was trying to just make up for his ego or something. <laughs> so, now that you're a mother, has that helped you in any way? Um, yes, it has. Mm. It has. You know, the truth is, um, uh, being a mother for these few years of my life, you know, sometimes they, they, you are in between breaking down when mm. you find situations not going the way you want it to go, and mm -hmm. then you realize you have children looking yeah. up to you, and you can't break down down in front of them. Then you, I, I just have, I just, you know, I find myself reminding myself of the mm -hmm. past, the stories, how uh, I failed, and then I just dusted off myself, and I'm like, I can mm -hmm. try again, mm -hmm. I can start again. So I just, I was like, these children don't even want to know whatever I'm going through right now. They, yes. they, 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 they see a superhero mom. Yeah. A superhero mom with flying capes. You know, like <laughs> superhuman. Super, like the superhuman. Super <laughs> uh, flying in the sky and trying to rescue them when they are down. You know, they believe that their mom is in charge of her emotions. She knows how to manage it. Mm. You know, she can't be caught down and uh, out yeah. and stuff like that so yes um, I, I, I have cause to reflect back on those times even while uh, you know raising these children mm. so I want to ask you one last question you talked about when you were NYC and you were the leader of the Christian group yes. and you felt yes. like some people was just thinking that you're not supposed to be the one and all that do you think that that is actually what they were thinking or that is what you were saying because you were coming from a place whereby uh you been you've not been that kind of person that people think that you can do it probably at one point in time you've almost thought that you were a failure and all that. So don't you yeah. think that you were looking at those things that way? Probably that is not what they were thinking. Okay, I wouldn't even want to put it like that's what they were thinking. They actually would say to my face. You don't mean it. Yes. As in, you know what I say? I have, I, I have never felt so much hate coming from a human being mm. the way I felt it with them. You know, at a point, it was like one year of hell. Because mm. at the point, I was just like, can this youth service be over already? So I was getting tired of it. You know, like, I I have, based on my experiences in life, I, I prefer to pour out love. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I find myself doing it. I feel like it's excessive. Maybe mm. person might misinterpret it. Yeah. But... I was like, but this is me. Can I really help you? There are times I talk to my husband, I'm like, I love, if I love 
someone, when I love someone, I want to give everything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I can be, you, you, for example, you're putting up a post on Facebook and I'll come and like and comment and yeah. all this stuff. Yes. And so people just like, hello, you're doing it so much. Keep <laughs> down a little. But I'm like, can I find, okay, I call you a friend. Mm. I love you and I say I really you. Love expect you expect people to do that see, to you too. You understand? Too. Like, I just... I just feel it doesn't make sense. Yeah. For me, you know, I was just looking at scripture today and I'm like, love is patient, love is kind. That's what the Bible says. Mm. You know, I'm like, if I say I love someone, you should be able am I to supposed to it. hold Show back it. on some things mm. and give some things? I don't know. You know, so, you know, to me, I was ready to give my all. In fact, yeah. funny enough, those days, if I cook, I don't get to eat it alone. Yeah. My fellow coppers will come in, male, female, they'll come and finish the food. <laughs> in space, in during my university days, the same thing. I hardly eat what I cook. It's, I, I, I've been that kind of person. You know, so to have such a heart and then meeting people who are doing the very reverse, I didn't know how to deal with it. They mm. would tell me to my face. It's not like they were thinking and I was thinking that's what they were thinking. Sorry, we don't like you. We we can't. Yeah, and wow. then the ones who will not verbally tell me, they will tell me with their with their, Attitude, with their actions. actions. I understand. I totally understand. So, with everything you've shared with us so far, I think. I don't know, but I would say that everything was just prepared as if God just prepared everything, like, and. It has helped you become the person you are today, become the woman you are today, and uh, so many things you later enjoyed that probably won't have happened if you have uh, made it through your first jam or your second jam. Very true. Mm. And your main siblings, where are they? <laughs> You're fine. Uh, they're doing well. Yeah. My baby brother. Currently, he has graduated. He's working and staying on his own. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, I'm just, I'm happy because they they were always looking up to me, you know, and then I was able to share these stories with them again and again to encourage them. So I found out that some of them picked up this um, ability to be independent very Mm. early too. So while in school, you know, they're already picking up uh, skills, acquiring skills that yeah. can help them become better. As I speak with you, my brother, you know, that's the, 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 my baby brother. You know, he doesn't even look to me like a baby anymore because the decisions he takes, you know, he seems to be going so, doing so well, well for himself, yeah. so, so well, achieving so much. And I'm, I'm so proud of him. Okay. So, yeah, so, you know, this story, the story of my life, it's something that I hold so precious to me because each I time I share it, I find that it's helping someone out there, yeah. you know, to become better. Okay. I know I, I know I said this before, but this is the last question because we've, we're, we're <laughs> spending too much time already. Right. So, I want to ask, did you teach your brothers not to believe in this uh, main child thing, main child is special if you don't have a main child. Did you teach them not to think like your dad? That is the most important thing. 
so of that course. what happened before will not repeat itself again. Of course. In fact, for so many reasons, mm -hmm. we had to teach them a lot. There were so many things my dad didn't know how to do. We had to tell them, mm -hmm. you have to be a better man for your wife. Mm -hmm. You have to be a better man for your for that for children. For, especially yes, for your children, your female children. In fact, they need to see you as a role model. So mm -hmm. you must be all encompassing. You must learn how to cook well. Mm -hmm. Women, you know, okay. they, you know, treat them better. You know, right. So, uh, I am glad. I'm sorry to say, my dad passed away and I miss him. But if my dad was alive till today, I don't think my brothers will be who they are at the moment. Mm. He, he would have passed on the same um, Belief. beliefs or mindset to them because mm. I, at the time I remembered, um, he, you know, my, younger, my brothers would sit in front of television and just watch TV and we're in the kitchen cooking. Mm. You know, they will not lift a finger to do anything. anything the chores, the washing, the sweeping, the cleaning. I washed my dad's cars. Like, you know, the, the boys will just sit and just Enjoy. hang around with daddy. <laughs> so if that had continued, it would have been really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's good to know that your siblings are doing well and your brothers are not holding on to that belief. Thank, Thank you so, you so much, much for, you for sharing your story me. with us. Oh, yeah. We so much appreciate Thank you too. All right. Have a nice day. You too. Bye. Thank you so much for listening this far. Ouch. That was a lot. <laughs> so many times I had to take breaks. I had to walk away. Breathe. Got some fresh air and come back to it. Ouch. But we thank God. She's doing fine and everything is going on smoothly for her right now. Yes, we can't wait to hear from you on this particular episode. Please send us a voice message. Share your views and opinions with us on this particular episode. Please, you can subscribe from whatever platform you're listening from. You can like, comment. You can also engage with us on our social media pages. On Instagram, we are at the Adele Woman Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at Adele Woman Podcast. Yes, until next time, I remain your favorite Adele Woman on social media. And it's time to say goodbye.